Heaven didn't have blaster fire. Laria was sure of it. Heaven didn't allow for the body to feel such splendid relief, such deep sleep, then interrupt it all with the smell of burning books and the shock of shots fired. Yet somehow, that's what she woke to. Finn! Within seconds, Laria is up and dressed, reaching for her weapons. Finn is behind her, still hopping into the lake of his pants. He tears into the hallway to witness the horrific destruction of the library in an orange and blue blaze. The books! The books! Link! Ray! Down the hall, Rhea sleepily emerges in time to see Laria rushing her way. Get down! Laria hits Rhea in the shoulder and they fall to the ground while shrapnel from the next explosion pockets the wall above them. As she gets up, Laria looks behind her through the smoke for Finn. He's gone back into the library, grasping at whatever shambles of pages he can save. Laria scrambles down the hall and pulls him away from the encroaching fire. Rhea grabs the duffel of books he's gathered and together they struggle to the flight deck. The library. The books. The the world. Finn's eyes gleam in the reflected orange of the fire as Link beckons them from the open hold door. They run for the safety of the ship. Thought I'd lost you, Cap. And leave you in charge of Walt? You're not getting in my ship that easy. Rhea! Stay with Finn. See to those burns. You go back there. I'll, I'll get us out of here. But Laria is already at the controls and revving the engine into the red bar lines. She released the holding brakes just as another ship levels in sight of them. Walt shoots straight up into the atmosphere, farther and faster than the other ship can comprehend. Hitting the emergency thrusters, they leave behind the fiery wreckage that was once a sanctuary. Her sanctuary. She activates the cloaking device and zigzags into the night sky, dipping low and coming back under the closest ring to Saturn. She keeps her mind busy with recalibrating the needed fuel ratios and adjusting the ship's internal atmosphere, too busy to think of the horrific loss, the deep burns on Finn's hands, the fate of her crew. Cap? Hey, Ilaria. Laria turns to Link, tears in her eyes, his captain who never cried. All those books, all that knowledge, The sanctuary? His sanctuary. I know. I'm gonna kill her. Cap. Hold the bridge. Laria hands the controls to Link and strides back to Med Bay. Rhea is making adequate work with the limited medical supplies slathering on burn gel over the worst of Finn's injuries. His skin is slick with sweat and smeared with ash, and he's lost his glasses. His nightshirt is burned waste on the floor. His breath comes in shallow gasps. Eularia, the library, my books. You're alive. Can we ever really be alive in this place now? Finn looks away as the pain rolls through his body from the burns. Laria searches the sparse shelves and finds only two doses of painkiller left. She already knows that no matter how much medicine she gives him, it will never reach where the pain has truly settled. Nothing will ever replace this loss. Rhea. Head to the bridge and help Link. Tell him to set a course for the southwest quadrant. Titan. Eularia. Now! Listen, Bookie. We're gonna take this medicine and you're gonna rest. The burns aren't so bad. 
Think of the story you get to tell. You're officially a pirate. There is no rest, Jilario. There are no more stories. Even when I close my eyes, all I see is fire and death. There are plenty of stories and you're gonna live to tell them all. You'll fill your own library someday. Laria injects the medicine quickly into his thigh without a flinch. Finn sighs and his body relaxes immediately. Not in this place. Not in this place. No, please. No, please. Laria secures him to the bed, cleans the blood and ash from his face, and replays every moment they'd shared. His body warm against hers. The times he's read to her. The sanctuary of his presence. He wasn't used to battle, and the loss he'd suffered wasn't in blood alone. She watches his breathing even out and realizes that even though she'd saved him from the fire, there were no assurances that she would ever recover Finn's soul from the ashes of the library. Evangeline A. Faust paces in front of the men in uniform who shift nervously under her emerald green gaze. Why, with the largest bank reserves in the ring, the best guards of the council, and with all resources at my disposal, is the map not in your hands? Uh, Lady A. Faust? Is it because you burned the Kronos damn thing to the ground? You idiots. I said to collect the map, not burn down the entire library. If it's any constellation, Lady A. Faust, they escaped? Really? That's supposed to make me feel better? Please elaborate on how incompetent you are. Well, the... wait, or uh, uh, the ship they're in was designed before regulations were imposed. It doesn't fly like... It's not the ship that's the problem. It's the ineptitude of my guard. Do you want me to send you straight to the gas plants? Do you want to spend the rest of your miserable lives fighting in the mines, gasping for air until you die? Evangeline's porcelain face turns pink with rage and she slams her tiny fist down on the desk. Her robes ripple like a stone thrown into the lake. No, Lady A. A Faust, I- Get out of here and find them. Find the map and send me my prophetic or so help me, I will end your Kronos forsaken line. Yes, ma'am. Evangeline takes a steadying breath as a menacing man steps out of the shadows. A man that causes Evangeline's spine to shiver like an electrical shock of a metal rod. You're wasting time sending boys to do the work of soldiers. They're useless because they are nothing more than royal sons padding their experience for future council seats. You should have sent me to the library first. Captain Darius. If you wanted that map, you shouldn't have sent your guard ahead. Why else did you hire me? Janice Avalink and that bastard mutt of a captain would be dead now instead of a festering thorn to your side. Derry's crooked yellow teeth smile like a rocky cave opening. 
Evangeline, though having no love in her heart for her once betrothed, still doesn't like the idea of Janice Averlink's blood being spilled. Dieris moves like a snake slithering closer to her. I just want the Desol girl. Do you think you can manage that simple task? Oh, I know I can, Lady A. Faust. But the stakes are higher now. Longfellow is not stupid, and she will be much harder to apprehend now. My new price is passage to New Earth. Space is extremely limited, Captain Darius. New colonies need men of strength to maintain order. Men who are not afraid to get their hands dirty in the building of a new nation. Do it, and I'll see that you have a spot on the ship. The doors slide open, and the two guards escorted a ragged-looking prisoner into Evangeline's office. They drop him with their electric staffs to his knees at her feet. You may go, Darius. The serpentine captain strides out the door, and Evangeline looks at the soft-skinned guards nervously shifting on either side emaciated holy man, royal sons padding their resumes. Useless. You may leave as well. Yes, yes ma'am. Now, you know of the prophetic who foretold of the conduit? Through matted gray hair, the prophetic wavers on his knees and looks up with labored breath. He nods, and when he speaks, his voice is cracked and broken with the telltale signs of light stage rasp lung. I do. You know nothing more of this conduit? Just that. It is but the second, final time. The rings will see this portal open. And maybe not again for over a millennium. (laughs) What do you mean, second time? The conduit. Saturn rising. It's only happened at this location once before now. And never again in our lifetime. Or in a thousand after. When has this happened before? Twice. The old man breaks into another fit of coughing, spits glowing blue mucus into his hands, and falters on his knees with the weakness of sick. Thirty small years, but to the day. Why wasn't I told of this before? It was not asked. Your Majesty. The prophetic's voice changes and toys with Evangeline's frustration. His eyes are bright with mischief, as if the riddle is now even more a puzzle to solve. The conduit came through on that trip, bearing the knife. The same soul is the only who can open the portal again. The conduit is a person? A person who came from Earth? She will come back again to lead the righteous and wayward to the goodness of a green earth and give them rest from their toil. Blue lungs turned out of poison. Mother, goddess, she is the new law of nature. There is no law stronger than she. Earth born 
Saturn reset! <laughs> the brave prophetic breaks into a maniacal laugh, his heart and chest glowing with a soothing blue light that forces itself out of his lungs in waves of violent convulsions until it steals his final breath and he falls dead at Evangeline's feet. She staggers back, trips on her robe, and falls into the plush rug beside his dead body. Her brain is on fire with the new information. She looks down at the waif of a man, rags barely covering his open and blue wounded chest, fluid spreading from beneath, the sweet smell of rasp lung wafting up from his carcass. She knows now that Desol has known who the conduit was. She knows that he took us in, shielded and protected us. She knows that Rhea has found her way back to my daughter. Not I, nor anyone else can travel that road for you. You must travel it by yourself. It is not far. It is within reach. Perhaps you have been on it since you were born and did not know. Walt Whitman. To answer your question, I don't think anyone in the Royal Council, or the Rings for that matter, really knows who Captain Longfellow is. I don't. I don't even think she knows. So, so she's not aware of how important she is? She only knew that her mother was unsanctioned with no papers think is correct. Finn pauses to look at the captain, serious in her study of the star maps and shaking her head with a scowl of whatever nonsense Link has just proposed. His heart is filled with a sudden terrible battle between hope and fear. If it was her mother who came through the portal 30 years ago, the stories Yularia told me that her mother used to tell her were so beautiful so descriptive, then she very well may be the key to Saturn rising. But does that mean that... is Laria like the knife? I don't know. It's possible. It would be very poetic, don't you think? For someone who never wanted to take a side before. After what they did to... What they would do to you. Even what they hoped to do with the new Earth. All of her choices seem to fall in line with protecting not just you or me, but all the people the royals seek to harm. She's a current of electricity following the least resistant path to the exact point she should need to be. Are you two biddies done having afternoon tea? Pinkies proper up? Want to get off your doilied asses and help me out here? What's a bitty? What's a doily? I don't know. I don't understand half the vulgarity that comes out of that mouth. But I like it all the same. Laria sends an encrypted message through T. Elliot's last known contacts. The ring rats, the gassers, all Saturn's children. She calls on them to stand by. The plan is shaky at best, deadly at worst, but it's all she has. 
and she is running on hollowed out fear and Hail Mary hope. In a quiet moment, she closes her eyes. Finn's words slip into her head. She is the new law. She is nature. Laria turns strange and full, heavy with thoughts and blood and memories that don't feel like her own. Green grass, dirt beneath her feet, trees, nature, new law, air to breathe, water, animals. Laria keeps her eyes closed tight and sees blue forests of trees, mountains, and crashing shores. She breathes in salt water, spring blossoms, and her hand falls to her middle and holds on. Cap, hey, Longfellow. Laria opens her eyes. Rhea and Finn are staring at her, soft and calm. Link has taken over the controls. We thought through this plan. Link's words are interrupted as a force engulfs Walt and slings them against their belts. Link tries to fire counter boosters, but it's too late. They look back to the vile, black ship of Marcus Diaries, the man of war who doesn't play by royal rules. For get below in the smuggling compartments. Hilaria. Before they read your heat signatures. Go, now. I won't leave you. If you're antsy to get heroic on me, then keep Rhea safe, will you? Link, you too. Captain, with all due respect, no fucking way. Look, I'm not sure if or how you're gonna get out of this one, but I'm sure it will involve you being a frickin' distraction later on. So for now, get below. Link searches below the command board to one of the many hidden compartments with Walt and withdraws seven night gas chargers. Interesting choice. Well, I have been wanting to break up with Lady Faust for a while now. Might as well make a show of it. Get below, stay quiet. Don't die, okay? Aye, Captain. Link tumbles into the smuggling compartments beneath the bridge and seals himself in with Rhea and Finn. Laria holds her breath and waits. Thank you for listening to Saturn Rising, starring the vocal talents of Lily Bautista as Eularia Longfellow, Farouk Qureshi as Janice Link Averlink, Sarah Marquise as Rhea, Andrea Drach as narrator, Munib Rahman as Finn O'Toole, Madison Card as Evangeline A. Faust, Jesse Lee Pacheco as Captain Daeries. Heston Mosier as the Prophetic, and Lorenzo Darden as Titan Guard. Story adapted and written by Sarah Reichardt. Produced by Rick Lug and Nagano Press Studios. Follow and download to support the show, and if you're able, donate at the link in the show notes.